previously on the Smoking Hot Podcast. I found out that Orson Welles is the mad god, and he's like the Spartan guy's big hero. He's here! The mad god has arrived! Nothing is more important than the simple act of people getting together. And in honor of our beloved mad god, we unveil this 40-foot statue. Ah. We must recapture Orson Welles. His reckless time traveling could rip apart the universe itself. Mr. Welles, it's me, Ollie. And it's me, D.A. Williams. And you don't live in ancient Rome, and you ain't some mad god. Come on, fellas, you're losing your head. You know what? Give me that stone tablet. Ollie, here, Williams. Oh, ha! So they're not gods. This is a lot of shit, you know that. Gods! Seize them! Live from wherever you are and whenever you're listening to this, it's the Smokin' Hot Toddcast with your host, Hot Toddy, starring Miranda, Ollie, Miss Pingrino, DJ Pork, Sheila, D.A. Williams, and Orson Welles, and featuring me, your announcer, Doc Summit. And now, here's your host, Hot Toddy. Back again, we're back again. Welcome, Toddcasters, to an all-new episode of the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. I'm Hot Toddy. Yes, I just tried to rap, and it was not good, and I apologize for that and everything that I've done in my life. I don't know if I have to go that far, but I did. But anyway, welcome to the show. Uh, I am, of course, Hot Toddy. I think I said that already. Anyway, uh, well, you may be wondering what this episode is about. Uh, you may be asking yourself, Hot Toddy, uh, why is this episode called A Day in the Life of a Merry Weirdo. What does that even mean? Well, for those of you who don't know, I, I refer to uh, everybody on the show as my band of Merry Weirdos. We are Hot Toddy and his band of Merry Weirdos. I love them to death. That's why I call them that. I, I only I, Terms of endearment like that are only placed on the ones I love the most, so just remember that. But anyway, yeah, so you know, this is a day in the life of, of, a, of well, of my Merry Weirdos. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to take a look into the work lives of some of the members of the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. For those of you who don't know, uh, the Smokin' Hot Toddcast makes us zero dollars and zero cents. We don't make any money off of this show. Uh, Miss Pingrino and I don't make any money off of the Super Fuzz Productions videos that we do. Uh, Sheila DJ Pork and I don't make any money off of Smells Like 90s Rock. All of these shows that we do, we do just for fun. Now, would we love to make some money off of it? Uh, absolutely. I, I, it would be amazing to do that. But it's, you know, I, I guess you could look at it as sort of an end goal, you know, an overall goal, but right now it's just a blast to get to do. We love doing these shows. Uh, these shows are a lot of fun. And so we just want to do them and, you know, and have fun. And so that's why we do them. In the meantime, of course, that means we have to do real jobs uh, to bring the money in and continue these shows. And so that's what we're going to look into this week is a day in the life of us and our jobs, what we do at our jobs every day, what it is that we do, first of all, and then, you know, what we do on a daily basis. So that's what we're going to look into this week. I think it'll be pretty interesting. Uh, it, it, this has been kind of an idea that's rattled around in my mind, but I wanted to wait until 
I actually had a job before we did it because I wanted to be a part of this and I couldn't be because as you know I've had a bit of an issue with keeping jobs not because I'm a bad employee or anything it's just the circumstances as they are sometimes you just hit on hard times and so but now I'm employed so I want to do this so we're going to look into the work lives of some of the uh, Toddcast team members and of course on top of that uh, things have taken a turn for the worst in ancient Rome uh, we left Ollie D.A. and Orson Welles getting found out thanks to the fact that Orson Welles finally re- remembered who he was and so last we heard Flavia has sent the guards to take them away and so now we have to figure out you know what kind of peril they're in what kind of dangers they're facing right now so we're gonna look in on Ollie D.A. and Orson Welles and see how things are going in ancient Rome the spoilers it's probably not gonna be very good all of that and more coming your way on an all-new episode of the Smoking Hot Podcast. You're listening to the most splendiferous, the most fantastic, the greatest podcast in the history of podcasts, the Smoking Hot Toddcast. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. May God have mercy on your soul. Yeah, this this uh, this doing uh, eight, working eight hours a day, Monday through Friday, is for the birds. Who who said we should do this? Um, Henry Ford. Yeah, and, and that's why that guy sucks. Nobody likes Henry Ford. That's why nobody likes his cars. Like I like Fords. I like Ford Mustangs. Yeah, well, my my parents had Fords their whole lives, and I'm just like, screw Ford. He's the guy that made me go wake up at eight a.m. No, it was six thirty a.m. Go to work, 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. Oh, look at that. Miss Pingrino something. Hi. <laughs> get to you next. You just sit down. Wait your turn. Go. I got a package, yes. Bob. It's a Bob. It's Bob's Burgers hat. Yes, thank you. I'd rather work at Bob's Burgers. Would you, though? No, I don't. I'm joking. You're doing a good job. Go sit down. You go sit down. Anywho, uh, that's a perfect segue because we're talking about having to work hard. And that's what this episode is. We're talking about a day in the life of our jobs. I did this for two reasons. One, I thought it was a really cool idea for the show. And then two, I don't know what the hell you all do. And I'm actually curious as to what you all do on a daily basis. So because I would be talking to Miss Pingrino too. I have to figure out what she does because I don't really know what she does. And I'll be talking about what I do now. So it's like, oh, and then she's waving at you back there. No, no, I can see. I have eyeballs. Uh, but you have eyeballs. You do, maybe. But so now that we're in that, uh, Miranda, of course, don't mention the name of the company you work for. We're, we're not we're not mentioning names. But uh, what do you do on a daily basis? So I am a partner in HR. Mm-hmm. And on a daily basis, up until next week, my daily activities would include um, updating uh, personnel records. So if there was any change in pay, if there's a leave, if there's a termination, a hire. Um, you, uh, you, uh, you had to do that for me, didn't you? Yes. <laughs> oh, you yes, did. I did. Had to remove your access to the buildings. That's right. For those of you who don't know, for a very short period of time, I worked for the same company Miranda did, actually in the very same building. Uh, But then the job I have now got plopped in my lap, so I left that for this one. So, yeah. Yes, so I had to – your record had to be updated. Yeah. Um, 
and all that. And then going in starting next week, uh, we're going to have a whole new position because we're actually launching a different program. Um, so my daily activities will change drastically. So for for eight hours a day, you just you just you adjusted people's personnel fol- folders files. Yes. Did they change that much? Yes, we have over twenty thousand employees. Yeah, huh. well, that's true. They're all over the country because it's at there's there's at home call centers for that place as well. Mm-hmm. So um so yeah yeah we have over twenty thousand employees and all changes had to go through my department. Lord, so like. Like how many personnel files do you have to go through on on a normal day? On a normal day, well, actually, I can just tell you how many we did last week or the week before last when right before I went on vacation. Okay, um, do that. It was about fifteen hundred. Oh, okay. Oh, god. And that was with uh, two two and a half people doing those. Two and a half. How does that work? Uh, one of the people that was helping could only do a certain amount of different actions, so they couldn't do all the actions. Weird. So, like, so that takes up, let I me mean, literally all your entire day, right? I mean, did yeah. you? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if you divide, you know, 1500 out of five days, you get some kind of number. You get a number. That's for sure. <laughs> You, you get you get a number that is you do the, get a number the, yeah well mm-hmm. like how, okay well today was monday how many did you do today uh well actually because of the transition for next week mm-hmm. we did very minimal like maybe 20 30 okay well that's not too bad but by the way because yeah. this episode comes out on thursday as always we're recording this on monday that 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 confused you <laughs> i'm very yeah. tired my Randa and both, both are very tired because we work yes. now every day. We do work, and I just got back from my vacation, which makes it even more tiring. Which we need to talk a little bit about because you went to the Blue Ridge Fest thing. That Blue was, Ridge uh, Rock Fest of twenty twenty-three. That was a complete disaster, and some are calling the Virginia version of Fire Fest. It was so yes. bad. Mm-hmm. I literally called it the Fire Fest sitting at my camp. Yeah, yeah. For those of you um, that, but I had a great time. I mean, well, see, that's the difference between that and Firefest, because Firefest was a complete scam. So uh, yeah. at least you had fun at this one. Mm-hmm. So, I did have yeah. fun. I I, uh, I read up about it. Basically, uh, it was like the the modern day version of Oregon Trail. People died of dysentery at uh, at Virginia, whatever the hell it's called, Blue Ridge Mountain Fest, Rock Fest, whatever. Yeah, Rock Fest, Blue Rock Ridge Fest. Rock Fest, twenty twenty three. Blue Ridge Rock Fest, sponsor us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> can't even get, can't even get the name right. What'd you say over there? Yeah, no, it was not good. No, but bad weather conditions and and bad uh, human conditions, and they were prepared for none of it. So that's true. Yeah, yeah, and um, uh, tw- uh two hundred thousand tickets sold, and it should not have held two hundred thousand people on that. I mean, it's a huge, huge venue type thing, but they should not have had 200,000 people there. Oh, that sounds like a disaster. I wonder how how much on 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 per usual does uh, Bonnaroo bring in? Because they're always that that always goes off without a hitch. <laughs> Some hiccups, but yeah, but but Bonnaroo has been doing it for like 20, 25 years. Nineteen, I think now. 
No, okay, 2021 20, now, because I think they started yeah. in 02. Yeah. Yeah. So um, they've been doing it for 21 years, and mm-hmm. Blue Ridge Rock Fest, this was their fourth year. Okay. And it was the first time that they'd ever sold out. You know, again, getting back to my job, I just started my job. But in four years, if I'm still doing it, I'm still doing just as just as awkward as I am right now. That would be a problem, I feel like. And I feel like they probably wouldn't have me around anymore. And maybe that's what happened should happen to the Blue Ridge Rock Mountain uh, antibacterial herpes. I'm going I'm going to go back. Wait, what? Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. No, see, that's like that's like uh, getting on a plane that almost crashed. Literally, like it came inches from the ground, but managed to get altitude again. And then you say, well, that was fun. I'm going to get on another plane. Like, no. Yes. Or get on the same plane. No. Yes. No. Yes. Because now they have had to figure out what went wrong. Mm-mm. And I- if I can survive and have a great time with what did go wrong, yeah. I can crush it on once they fix everything. I just, no, no. they Be they resilient. They they screwed up, and they, and they and they would lose. They did, but but if they screw up, if they fix it, what's the what you know? Because that's what you want is them to fix it, correct? Uh, uh, yeah, for real. So yes, if they fix it, then why wouldn't you want to go back? Because of what happened last year. <laughs> that's why. But if they fix it. But but would you know if they fixed it? Listen, I would. Here's what I would do. I would I would. I, okay, I went the shitty year. Then then the next year. Then I would wait out the next year. See how how it would go. Then I'd come back the next year, depending on how the next year would go. That would oh. be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna send you something. Are you gonna send me on my phony? Yeah, on your phony. Mm-hmm. Uh, as soon as I forget how. There we go. Just so that you can see, you can, you know, edit this video. Okay, sure. <laughs> so that you can see someone's percept, percept, perspective, perspective, perspective. Yeah, perspective of of their events. Oh God. Why do you have a tiara? Mm-hmm. Where'd you get that? Yeah, a tiara. Look at my crown. This is this is this is insanity. That whole thing is insanity. I know. How many tiaras do you got? This is a crown, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know my crowns from tiaras. I'm. I ain't royalty in this house, so I don't know. I'm royalty. Well, so. you were sure. Yes, but yeah. Speaking of working, Miss Pingrino and I saw Summer at the Texas Roadhouse. I know. She texted yeah. me and told me. Yeah, poor girl was Ms. running Ms. Huh? <laughs> she did, not Summer. <laughs> right, right. The, the, the lady in this house. Um, yeah, but she was getting run ragged because it was a football Saturday, so she didn't have time to speak. But uh, she was she was working hard, that's for sure, working hard for yeah. the money. I told her, and uh, she said she would have said hey if she had paid attention. Well, that's why we didn't grab her because it's like she was, was like speed walking back and forth. I was like, Mm-mm, yeah, be busy. No one bother. Yeah, she's really good, and uh, she said she made pretty good money that day. So 
I can imagine. It was football Saturday. It was Tennessee, yeah. go balls and all that. Mm-hmm. Well, there you have it. So, Miranda, you you do personnel files, but that's going to change. That's going to change week. next week. So are you going to be that person? Because you said there's a new person next next week. No, there's a new... I didn't say a new person. Um, it's a new... Cut the footage. She said new person. I did not. You can mm-hmm. re- record it and see. I did not say a new uh, person. Uh, no, no, I said there's a new project. New pro- uh, I don't remember project, but okay. We'll say that you said project. I said project. Sure. A new software. Oh, okay. Yeah, you did say that. Okay. Yes. And that new software basically will do what we were doing, but allowing more local people to take care of those files. Ah, uh, so maybe you won't have so many to do. No, I won't have any to do. Oh, none at all. Mm-mm. So what are you going to do now? Uh, out of those 20,000 people? Yeah. Um, we are going to help them learn the new system. I don't want to be a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't ask either. No, they kind of just volunteered you, didn't they? Yeah, they were like, hey, your position, all, this whole team department is changing. <laughs> I was like, okay. That just sounds... I don't like that. I don't like change. Obviously. Yeah. That's why. What? I change. Hey, I change jobs. It's it's become a hobby of mine. I change jobs every couple of weeks now. That's not healthy. <laughs> it's not. I told Miss Pingreen, I was like, maybe let's just do that. Let's let, let me do like the the training for a job, finish it, quit, and then go to another job, do its training, quit, go to the next job, do its training. I said, that could be my career is I just do the trainings of different jobs. So I said, that, that Eventually that they'd stop hiring you. Probably. They probably would. Like way quicker than you think. They stop. Mm-hmm. Actually, I, 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 somebody that I, I really liked and was becoming friends with at the at the at my new job pulled pulled to me at at your place uh, today. He finished up like the first half of his training and then left today, right before we started getting on the phones. I'm like, why? We were and he was really good too. I'm like, why are you leaving? He's like, I made a I made a conscious career decision and I'm out. I'm like, no one very conscious. It was for him. I guess it was, but he, he said, "Okay, I'm out." He, he he will be missed, but but that sounds interesting. So now I, I get a better look into uh, what you do all day, and it sounds a little monotonous. It is. It's very repetitive as far as like if I was to explain it. Mm-hmm. Pretty much everything is a little different each time. Well, that's the way it is in the call center too. Not no, not every call is the same. No, no. And not every person is the same. That's true. Yeah. Well, thank you for this. Thank you for this enlightening uh, <laughs> thing about your about your job, Miranda. Yeah, it's not as exciting. But it's interesting. See, that's what I'm saying. I have a, I have a better view of it now, and our uh, our listeners have a better view of it now uh, too. So yeah. But do we want them to know? Do what? Do we want them to know who we are? That we that we that we do that we have a job, yeah, yeah. Well, of course we do. 
I, t- I said at the top of the show, I'm like, this show doesn't make us any money. We just do it zero for- money. Actually, sometimes I think it costs us money. It it probably does. Uh, well, let me think. Has any episode cost us? Oh yeah, the the live episodes because I have to buy costumes or food or shirts. So yeah, this show actually costs me money sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, and sometimes this costs me because you know I, I'm supposed to be at the gym right now, so I gotta go to the gym here in a minute. Oh, see, there you go. I'm costing you health. So that's you are costing, this this show is bad for my health. It really. Oh, it's please. If it's bad for your <laughs> health, I should be dead already. Maybe you are. and just don't know it yet. I mean, I think we're living in a blip. So but that's a different conversation for another day. This is all. A yeah, scenario. I definitely want to follow up on that one. Yeah. What is this? Not a scenario. What do they call this? This is all a simulation. That's what we're all in. We're all in a simulation. The Matrix or Truman Show? Truman Show. Well, no, more Matrix because there's more nobody watching. Well, no, the government watches this. Oh, this is turning into a Twilight Zone. Hey, thanks, Miranda, for enlightening me <laughs> on your job. And before I make myself out to be a crazy person, I'm going to move on to the next segment. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Smoking hot podcast. Well, Ollie, D.A., and Orson Welles have been found out, and things weren't looking so good when we last saw them last week. So let's see what's happened to them this week. I think I took a wrong turn at Albuquerque. Where's Waldo? Hey, hi, Tidy. Well, this whole Roman thing has taken a turn for the crappy. Flavia here discovered we weren't gods and all that and had us thrown into this slimy dungeon. And to make matters worse, right before we were found out, D.A. had scarfed down three bottles of wine, making him drunk off his ass. Which means he's even more of an idiot than usual. I like fruit. Gold is good. Yeah. So... Fake mad god, do you plot against our beloved emperor? Uh... And Orson Welles, man, they are totally torturing him right now. I mean, it's it, it's bad, hot toddy. You should probably write to Amnesty International House of Pancakes or whatever. I... Mr. Welles, you say things now. <laughs> You crusty old fake god. Beef burgers. Are they safe to eat? What? Look, I don't need to do this. I've got a fish stick commercial in an hour. Oh, what the hell? I need the money. Oh, you treasonous fool! All right, you ingrates, listen closely. I have to go, but when I return, you three will be so tortured. It's like not even funny. Ha ha ha! So, I toddy, uh, here's the deal. If you help us out of this, the first thing I will do upon my return is once and for all destroy the time machine. What do you say? Hmm. I don't know about all that, Ollie. I mean, you've promised to do that in the past, and there was always some reason why you kept it around. Let me think. Oh, give me a break, will ya? Okay, okay. What do you want me to do? I need you 
once they see you here, they'll want to capture you and throw you in here with us. But while they're chasing you, we can find a way to break out of our chains and escape. And what about me? Right. Uh-huh. Well, screw that. Nothing doing. Okay, okay. There's got to be something we can do. Let me, uh, let me think on it. All right, well, i got to go back to the show. Good idea. You get back at it, and we'll think of a plan. I mean, with our collective brains, we should be able to come up with something, right, fellas? Ollie, tell me about the rabbits again, please. Ah, <laughs> the French. That air conditioner is really loud, Miss Pingrino. Mm-hmm. Why is that? It's working overtime. It doesn't need to because it's not hot outside. It's, no, it's not, it's not Power Rangers. It's toasty at best. Yeah, it's really even not right now. Yeah. Hey, we don't make money doing this show, do we? No. That's why we are doing this episode because I don't know what the hell you do every day. Why do you leave this house every single day? Uh, money. Okay. <laughs> but why, though? I go to the pharmacy, and I push pills. Oh, okay. Well, that's why we're here, Miss Pingrino. We, of course, this episode is entitled uh, A Day in the Life of... But we do. That's not what it's called. Oh. It's called A Day in the Life of a Merry Weirdo. You're a merry weirdo. I'm a merry weirdo? Yeah, well, that's what I call you guys. My band. I call myself... It's Hot Toddy and his band of merry weirdos. Oh, great. Yeah, so that's what you are. He's a merry weirdo. Ow. And um, because you're a merry weirdo... <laughs> Uh, and we, and because, because we don't make money off of the Toddcast or anything involved with Superfuzz Productions, uh, why don't you tell everybody what you do for a living? Don't mention the name of the company, though. Right, right. So, pardon me, guys. It's yawn, because, you know, I'm uh, always doing that. What else is new? Uh, I am if you've a, seen any of our videos, that's all she does. I do. So. I have really bad issues with that. Yeah. Working on it, though. You are. You are working. It's getting a little better. The 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 drinks I'm making in the morning are helping. Oh, good, good. So. I'm glad they're helping. Um, anyways, I am a lead pharmacy tech at a pharmacy. Um, they which, probably got that after which pharmacy in, tech, right? Which entails, um, I input prescriptions, I fill prescriptions, I help customers, I deal with insurance companies, I um, deal with you. Not me. Well, you're now part of the insurance company. Oh, so. that's right. I, I, well, we'll get to we'll get to what I do for a living. Right. But, um, uh, but, but that's something very important to point out because in the in the last segment of talking about what we do for a living, I, I mentioned that I very briefly worked with Miranda at her company. Yeah. And now I work with you at your company. A, uh, a different factor of my a company. Different factor of it. Um, yes. And but they're very big on separating themselves. They, so. they are. They made mention of that the other yeah. day. It's like we have to differentiate ourselves from the pharmacy because yeah. this is not great it's not great at the pharmacy it's got but, they got poopa palooza there well <laughs> we do um on occasion um but yeah i basically do everything that needs to be done with your medications mm -hmm. what what is like a like it's like a normal day look for you like what do you do on on a day um a day a day well i go in okay thanks miss pingrino we'll right. see you next time uh i get a monster um, cause you know, energy. So you're, you're giving us your shortcomings. Yeah. Although I'm really trying hard to cut caffeine. So working on getting rid of that. I'll die before I give up caffeine. Anyways. We were so supposed to get monsters in the house. What happened with that? I forgot. <laughs> Ow. 
And I almost fell asleep again today. I forgot. No falling asleep. I'm trying not to. I almost did it on my supervisor. My The supervisor I'm going to have. Oh, no. Yeah. Can't do that. Can't be doing that. Is it nice, the supervisor? Yeah, she's pretty nice. Okay. Um. Anyways, um, so I go in and I clear what's called QT. That is Q-triage. Basically, this is where I input prescriptions. So I make sure that the doctor sent them to me correctly, that they make sense, that they're stupid enough for a two-year-old to read, because yes, that is important. That makes sense. Um, Because, heaven forbid, people know you put suppositories in your rectum and you have to unwrap them first. Or that your Nuva ring does not go on your wrist, but inside your hoo-ha. Well, things are getting real. Um, Yeah, so these are things that have actually happened. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, it sticks it right up the right up right there. right up there without ra- unwrapping and that's not that's no that, bueno. the wrappers are sharp guys that's no bueno you shouldn't do that <laughs> you shouldn't PSA do that. um so anyways that's what I do first is I clear that okay not that that doesn't drop throughout the day it does but I clear it first mm-hmm. um, and then I go into Q production that is where I count the prescriptions I go grab the drugs off the shelf I scan them to make sure they're correct so I don't you know, kill somebody by giving them the wrong drug. Mm-hmm. I count the appropriate amount, put it in a bottle, get it labeled so that they know how they're supposed to be taking it. Right. Bag it and send it to the pharmacist for them to check. Then the pharmacist checks my work, says, okay, you did good job. Says you suck. No, says, oh. okay, you did good job. Oh, good. Good for yeah. you. And then they're ready to sell. And when a patient comes in, we sell them. Uh, all in the meantime, while I am answering phone calls, no, we have no more COVID tests. Uh, yes, Wagovi is still on back Where's order. Where's my flu shot, bruh? Um, I forgot it at work. <laughs> I will bring get, it home. Give me monsters. Get me a flu shot. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty much it. Um, yeah? I do chores, uh, <laughs> like inventory chores. Uh, so oh. I, you know, make sure our controls are counted properly and... And we return prescriptions after 14 days if somebody doesn't come pick them up. Mm-hmm. Um, I make sure everything's stocked and ready to go for the next day if I close. So it just depends. But mostly you, I type drug, I type prescriptions, count drugs, sell them to patients. Do you rub your butt at all? I do not because okay. I would have to constantly wash my hands. Oh, I do give shots. <laughs> what I a do. segue. <laughs> I do give shots. I also give shots... Uh, some days uh, we have all the kind of vaccines that you need, including flu. Yes. Yeah, flu. Yeah. And that's about it. And I yawn a lot. Oh, we should stop yawning. We can be on. Sorry, I can't help it. Um, but no, yeah. See, so that's pretty interesting. See, I didn't really know what you did all day. I just thought you hung around and pushed pills on people. Sure. That's kind of what you do. That's not what I do. That's kind of, kind of what I do. No. Nope. Yeah, it's, it's kind of what you do. But it's okay. No. You can admit it. To, but, you know, these are just the Toddcasters. You can just... No, I work very hard. No, you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I come home and I'm a little tired. I can't help it. You're always tired, though, bruh. Well. Dude, bruh. Dude, bruh. You're always tired. Yeah. But uh, but that's a day in the life of you, huh? That's, that's a the, day in the life of me. That's how that works, huh? That's how that works. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Why don't you tell everybody about the shit show that's happening at your work right now? Um, um, well... Without naming names. Without naming names. Getting deep into it there, um, yeah. So yesterday, I went to help my store. I was not scheduled. 
Um, but I wanted to put up truck, which is basically our inventory of pills that we get shipped to us each week. Um, and we had to close the pharmacy down early because our pharmacist at the time, who is not my normal pharmacist, uh, was arrested. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Um, and no, not for drug use. Oh. Uh, <laughs> which well, hang on. Let me, let me, because uh, that deserves uh yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um... I don't know if it picked it up. <laughs> I, I don't know if we need to get into details, but spat between him and his wife. Cops came and escorted him out. So, yeah, uh, yeah that was fun. Uh, I have never in my life had anything like that happen. So we didn't quite know what to do. Uh, we hung around for a little bit to see if they could find another pharmacist to come open the, the store. Uh, they did, but it was like not a little bit later. It was like an hour and a half later. So we deuced out. We left. Um. Because that is one thing about the pharmacy. Uh, we cannot run them as techs ourselves. We are required to have a pharmacist. So the no pharmacist. The pharmacist is like uh, the manager. You the have manager. To have, have yep. manager. Got to have yeah. them there. Uh, mm -hmm. They make all the final say-sos. So if they're not there, we're not there. Um, so that was really interesting. Uh, and then today, I had another floater pharmacist, so a pharmacist who is not normally there, mm -hmm. um, and he basically was not willing to do anything that oh. was helpful at all, um, and sort of tanked my store with, like, you know, drowning us in extra prescriptions and not wanting to help with customers, and he even tried to give um, a shot out of our fridge that broke. Uh, <laughs> so he literally, even though there is a giant sign, and I am talking about a massive sign on the fridge that says, stop, do not use me, contaminated products. Right. Um, yeah, he just took it out of the fridge. Why and not? was trying to give it to someone. And this fridge, guys, hit 92 degrees. Miss um, Pingrino, why not? Let's I, just kill somebody right here. Yeah, like, I don't know if you guys know, but fridges should not go that high. No! Uh, that is like sauna temperature. It is. Actually, it's, it's probably a little less than a sauna temperature, but you know what I Miss mean. Miss Pingrino always smells very cinnamony when she comes home from work, too. <laughs> uh, so that was fun. And the reason I smell like cinnamon is because we have cinnamon-scented pine cones already for Christmas out. And they're next to the pharmacy. I walk by them every day. So mm. I soak up the... I, and today alone, I sell like five of them. Wow. So uh, because of all this craziness at your pharmacy, you're having to do a little extra work. Right? I am having to do a little extra work. Yeah. I am already going to be in overtime this week. Uh, probably about 45 hours, maybe a little more. But that's not a typical day in the life. That's not a typical day in the life. No, normally I have two fantastic pharmacists. Um, who I absolutely love, who work, you know, for the team, for the customers, and I really love them both. Yeah, there so. you go. Well, thank you, Ms. Pingrino, for this very eye-opening look into the life, the work life of a Putnos. Okay. Thanks. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Hey, I'm Emily Marsh from Mystery Science Theater 3000, and you're listening to Hot Toddy on the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. The Smokin' Hot Toddcast presents The Ollie Report, a segment dedicated to extremely professional and hard-hitting journalism. Reports on headlines straight off the news ticker through the eyes of Ollie. And now, The Ollie Report. 
Hello and welcome to the Ollie Report. I'm Hot Toddy. Well, as you know, Ollie, D.A. Williams, and Orison Wells are currently trapped in a slimy dungeon in ancient Rome after they were found out to not be gods after all, angering Flavia and throwing them into the dungeon. But just because Ollie is incapacitated at the moment doesn't mean that we don't do an Ollie Report. That's right. Whenever, wherever, that's when the Ollie Report is there. So without further ado, here is the one and only Ollie. Ollie, how are you? Well, yes, it's time for the Ollie Report, so how are things? Yeah, well, they haven't changed much since the last time we talked to you. We're still in the uh, dungeon here. You can hear the drip drops over there because, you know, it's it's a dungeon. I guess the only thing that's changed is the fact that both Orson Welles and D.A. don't seem too concerned about things because they're both sleeping and snoring like hell. I see a lot of gray in here. some of these chains. There's a skeleton hanging from some chains as well, Hot Toddy. Clearly that person didn't make it out of the dungeon baskets. Well, that's fascinating, Ollie. Uh, tell me, when is the execution set for? First thing, tomorrow morning. That's right, Hot Toddy. When the sun comes up tomorrow, D.A. Williams, Orison Wells, and yours truly will cease to be. I don't know if that's going to make any kind of rift in the space-time continuum, but who cares, right? Let's just do the thing. Right, right. Well, are you excited about getting executed? Is this... Is this supposed to be a sketch? Is this supposed to be funny? Because it's, it's not coming off as funny. Because we're really gonna die here, High Toddy. And you're just making a joke out of it. But... No, I, We're not looking forward to getting executed. But that's all that's going on here! An execution is going to take place tomorrow morning. And as I said earlier, we're all doomed. Although I will have to say, some of the decor in this dungeon, Hot Toddy, is very interesting. Like this little figurine that's been sitting here. I wonder where it came from. I don't know where it came from, but I know where it belongs. It belongs in a museum! Wah! Indeed. The window is closing. We cannot get stuck here. I want... to stay... with you. Look, pal, we ain't exactly in the best position here. No, no, no. Don't say yes! You are a brilliant man, a wise man, a genius, but he can't help you. You got that right, lady. He must be in his own time, and you need to be in yours. Uh, well, actually, it's not mine either. Do you guys mind if we tag along? His work is not done. I guess I'll just go f myself then. He needs to go home. He cannot die here. He can't. I'll be all right. No, you won't. I need to do this. That's going to do it for the Ollie Report this week. Tune in next time for another headline ripped from the Ollie News Ticker. Until then, have a good day and an Ollie-full week. I put hot toddy in my mouth and I swallowed. You know, Pork, you're, you're in here in your Beetlejuice pants yeah. that I call, and uh, your, uh, your chef... I thought the striped ones were the Beetlejuice they're ones. Both, they're both... They're both Beetlejuice. The, the striped ones are more Beetlejuice, you're right, but the, I, I, these are Beetlejuice, too. These are like... like uh, this is like the sequence material that Alabama fans wear. That's right. Yeah, but uh, yeah, exactly. Um, These are those Bear Bryant pants. These are the Bear Bryant pants. That's exactly what you have. 
And you also have the chef shirt on there. You got the chef, yeah. you know. You, we all know that you work at the fancy lawn, Johns. But what I want to know is, give me give me a day in the life of you at the fancy lawn, Johns. Uh, I thought I saw like a wisp of smoke for a second. Oh, good God! No, everything's fine here. Yeah, it's all Every, good. Everything's fine. Uh, yeah. A day in the life. Uh, what, like what? What does your day uh, entail? What happens at the fancy lawn, Johns, for DJ Pork? Work. <laughs> That's. I got to stand on my feet for eight hours at yes, a time, yes. which is what super you, fun. But what do you <laughs> do? What do you do on the daily at, at the Fancy Lawn John's? More or less the breader station. That's uh, right. Fried food, salads, oysters, desserts, and baked potatoes. Yeah. All oh. that. I need some baked potatoes. Yeah. Or I'm going to hurt someone. Or I'm going to hurt someone. Well, I mean, I guess it, one thing that made me really mad a few years ago is that I found out our Western location like my job is split between four people out there. Oh, Jesus. You know, granted it's a higher volume over there, but still. Yeah. I'm like I like run myself ragged That's some days. Right. One week there was one week where like I, I had a really bad cough, so I kinda wasn't eating a lot. Mm-hmm. And like we were busy. Like I was running myself to death that yeah. week. I lost seven pounds in a week. Holy God. Yeah. I, I went over to my mom, she's like, You've lost weight and she, I, like my mom kind of bugs me about my weight a lot. Yeah. I was just like, I have not. Then I got on the scale. And I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh. You're, were you in that one eighty gap that I you want to be I was, in? I was like one eighty one. Jeez, and down from you know one eighty eight, I guess one eighty nine, sure, and in, sure. inside of a week. So Jesus Christ, it was. I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> but see, DJ Pork, you know, he works at the fancy lawn johns and. uh Apparently does the job of four people. I mean, I'm not saying this. I'm what a real man does. Oh, yeah, here no. we go. Uh, what a real man does. Yeah, no. If you're listening, if you're listening to me, yeah, don't follow follow <laughs> me, because yeah, you have higher career. Um, Ambitions. Goals, yeah. Goals, ambitions. That's good to have yeah. goals and plans. There's, there's nothing, there's no, like, standard for, for like, masculinity for what this is. This is a job. This is a job. You know, having my work split between four people, it did not make me feel like a real man. It made me feel like I was getting screwed over well, more, yeah. than, more than anything. Of, of course, yeah. It's like, really? And they all made more money than me. They owe you more? They make more money than you? I found out. I think I officially make more money than them now, but when I first <sighs> found out that my job was split between four people. I found out that they all made like three or four dollars an hour more than me. I was like, oh, I oh clen- my I cl- god! I clenched, my, I clenched my fist pretty hard. That you, day. you said, oh, you, you rubberneckers, you. No, why would you I say rubberneckers? Think, yeah, I don't think it's rubberneck. It's not. I think it's rubberneckers. It's uh, consarnet. You, you, no good, dirty, no blood, good, no good. It's not. It's not their fault. Corporate fault. Yeah, bloodsuckers. Yeah, exactly. You, you, no good. Heathens, you! How dare you! Ungrateful sons of, yeah, I'll, sons I'll, of guns! Yeah, sons of guns! You got I'll, real mad. Oh, big was, mad! Yeah, I was. Uh, well, I was sort of echoing uh, one of the lines from Django Unchained there. there. Oh, good remember, line! Remember Jane. that one? Yes, I know where you're going. Yeah, with, that. with uh, the masks. Mm-hmm. No, I know. Where <laughs> oh you're, yeah, when yeah. COVID first started, we were all just like quoting that scene. Well, and yeah, acting it out over and over and over again. Surely, I can't. Like, I can't see. The, Anything out of these bags. <laughs> I, well, we can't. We can't. We can't say what we Let's really said. Le- yeah, right. Too many. Too, too many f bombs. Too many f bombs, pork. 
It's like, I, I think we all think the bags was a nice idea. Right. But next time. Next time. <laughs> so you don't, uh, which, you know, was historically inaccurate in that movie because the Ku Klux Klan was not. That was right. after the Civil War. It was before the Civil War. This movie, this movie takes place before the Civil War. Ku Klux Klan was after the Civil War. So a little historically inaccurate, but it's fine. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, fantasy. It's fantasy. Revenge fantasy, and it works well. Oh, yeah, it is. It's accurate in the terms. It's it's accurate in the terms that it portrays slavery. Mm -hmm. It's probably there are very few people that I've been, very few people, very few movies I've watched that I've felt really uncomfortable watching. Oh yeah, that's one of them. Oh yeah, especially one scene. Yeah, oh I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but damn it, I love that movie. It's a great film. It is. Uh, but you don't pull poo anymore. You don't pull the vein. You don't devein the shrimp. Yeah, dude, that's part of my responsibilities. Oh, which deveining shrimp. Which one of those in the thing that you described? You cocktail said, shrimp. I, I have I have to devein cocktail shrimp and serve it too. So you still pull the poo? Yeah. So what? So well, no. It's just that that's a day in the life of DJ Pork is you pull the poo. Yep. So what? I'm just saying. So what? No, I'm not. I'm just. I'm not saying nothing. I'm just. I'm just pointing it out. Because mm. this is this is but DJ Pork. This is your life. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, your where, job makes where me did, sad where did I go wrong Sly <laughs> I was looking at Sly Stone up there oh good where is he right there with his him. arms in the air straight in front of you straight by the orange hose going up to the ceiling by the orange oh hi Sly where yeah. did I go wrong man yeah oh, your well. job makes me sad uh, <laughs> hey it, it pays something though it does, it does. I could probably I could probably go back up to full time, no problem. But I, I really don't want. Is it. there one station in particular that you're on like all day, or did you just you that go, one mostly? You deveining that yeah. one mostly. Yeah. I could go on the other ones, but I, they're like actual cooking and, like I, I don't know what it is, but like I get. <laughs> Pardon me. Every time I get around like really extreme temperatures, like I get dizzy. Oh no, I hear it's, you. It's hard. Yeah, I do too. When it gets too hot, I'm out. I, mean, I think that comes with age. I think that's an age thing. I get. I mean, the one time I did window, like I mean, I started getting dizzy. Like I had to really fight my way through it throughout Wait, the whole. The fancy show. long johns has a drive-through. Window, like the win, like the window going from the kitchen to oh, the server's oh, area where like, we, we place all we place all the food. Take in this the window. ish and take yeah. it to the people. I get you. I, yeah, I, I read you. I read you. Yeah. So. Blah, 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 blah. I, I get compliments when I get over there, but I'm just like, I can't stay over here. I, like, I feel like I'm going to pass out if I do this five days a week. Have you gotten a high five? Yeah, I got a high five. And you were holding out on me and telling this? No. no I mean, now, the one I'm, when you, when the one I'm thinking of specifically, one of those, um, one of the managers told me to my face, you do a very good job. Thank <laughs> you. And that was it. He didn't. He didn't bother to write it for a, a high, write a high five for me, and I and I love him for that. Yeah, that's that's for the best. Actually, I got a compliment at work today too. I was because I was that I was told how uh, very personable I am with the customers and uh, how I'm kind of like rock solid, like I don't let anything shake me. Neato. In the thing, yeah, I'm I managed to keep a straight. We're just straight head. Cool. Keep a cool head. We're just trying to you know compliment ourselves to buoy our self esteem, listeners. Yes, that's yes. All we're, that's all, that's mm-hmm. all this is, really. We just want to feel better. Yeah, we want to feel better. I still work in a seafood restaurant, and yeah, although you got the good job. I do enjoy my job. I do. It's just, it's a lot to adjust to, but it's, yeah. Wah, wah, wah. Hot toddy.
Hot Toddy. Hot Toddy. You're tuned into the Smoking Hot Toddcast with your host, Hot Toddy, who's always looking real good. Hey, does this suit make me look fat? No, no, no. Your face does. Oh, what do you say we check back in on the jailbirds? Oh no, my my little chain's broke. Oh, that's a shame. Wait, what? Yeah, the chains that were around my wrist broke. You just can't find good help these days. DA, you're free! Oh, I guess I am. Well, that's great. You can go get the keys to unlock our chains and we can get out of here. Sure, Mike, sure. What follows is a terrifying journey into the world of magic, mystery, and goblins. Oh God! Goblins, no! Uh, okay, nice lady. Nothing is more important than the simple act of people getting together. Shut up. Yes. DA, where are the keys? There we go. All better. I found a replacement chains for my for my arms. You, you think they take better care of their dungeons? You just can't find good help these days. You said that already. Yeah, well, what are the four you know? There we go, all chained up again, and... Oh. Uh-oh. I was supposed to get the keys, weren't I? And now you're probably mad at me, aren't you? And I suppose you want me to hit myself now, don't you? Ow! Oh, well... It wasn't a total loss. I did manage to snag those beef burgers from Mr. Wales. Here you go. Yes. Oh, yes. They're even better when you're dead. Mm. You're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast with your host... Todd. Just Todd. Todd is helpful, and Todd is there for you. Uh, well, it's actually Hot Toddy. Oh, well, pardon me, Mr. Perfect! Pork, uh, explain to the world what happened to you. My car broke down twice in one week. Yeah, 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 and that was lots the, of fun. The last yeah, time, it, over, it overheated twice, so it was the cooling system both times. The first time was water pump housing. The second time was like a T-valve that had three radiator hoses. Both of them failed. I had to get both of them replaced. And lucky me, uh, my car overheated while I was in Greenville one day, so I had to get a $300 tow to get back to Knoxville. Oh, and was that just, you know, your average tow driver? Yeah, that's... Yes, he was, yeah, he was, yeah that's, I would say he's an average tow driver. <laughs> Maybe, I think he might be right. But that's really what we want to get to, because we, we came to the conclusion that pork tends to just bring certain personalities out of people. And... Uh, this this incident was no different. Why? Because the guy had weapons? <laughs> well, <laughs> you knew about it. <laughs> yeah, and the fact that he felt the need to share his life story with you. Mm. He didn't. He didn't share me his. He didn't share his life story. He just said, "Oh yeah, when I when I make long trips, I carry my gun with me." <laughs> he said, "Oh, and I have my machete behind the seat right now." Oh, there was more to that story too, wasn't there, Borg? 
Yeah, there was bear mace. <laughs> there was. He had to use yeah, it on a guy. I don't know if he had it on him, but he he told me a story of some guy. He picked up his vehicle, and then I think the guy was trying to like hustle a ride out of him too. And he's going like, "That's not my responsibility." He goes, "Okay, well, let me borrow your phone." And he takes the tow truck driver's phone, and he goes, "Hey, Google, call my daughter." And, <laughs> yeah, the tow truck driver was like, "It's my phone, dude. Like, my phone is not going to know who your daughter is and to call her." Like, like and that's when I, that's when I had my hand on my bear mace, you know, and. and <laughs> And he didn't. He didn't laugh exactly like you thought. He kind of went like, woof, 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 woof. <laughs> "It feels kind of like that." <laughs> oh man! Please don't kill I, him. I just, it just—it's <laughs> a number of things. It's the fact that he felt the need to share the story with you. And then the story goes, the man took the phone and tried to Google, <laughs> call my daughter? Nice <laughs> uh, guy. I'm, I'm sure he was. Oh, there's a classic line. He was really a great guy. Like, was, it, was he telling you this, do you think, is one of those, like, subtle threats? Like, don't try anything. I got my machete behind me and I'll cut you. <laughs> Or was it just like that? We're in this car. We have to pass time. Kind of conversation. Don't take my. There was an hour of road. There was road. We hit road construction. There was some time to kill. <laughs> Don't take my phone. I got bear mace. Yeah, like. <laughs> You're not calling anybody on my pay on my on my payroll. On my dime. That's what I was going for. It just, I guess he would lie him if he knew his daughter's number and didn't think that Google knew his daughter. I mean, you know, Google Google knows all, but unless you give it more information, it's not going to know how to contact your daughter. I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to Google call my daughter right now and see what comes up. What comes up, Port? No, you know, on Android, you can say, hey, Google, call blah, blah, blah and it dials them, yeah. right? Well, yeah. yeah, and, yeah uh, I'm sure, you know, it saves... He was used to like saying into his phone, "Call my daughter," and it was, I said, "My daughter," in his in his uh, in his contacts, and that's why. But still, just to make that kind of mistake is pretty goofy. Yeah, I mean, you know, we get we get set in our ways. We can't help it sometimes. But that story is just brilliant. I'm sorry that from beginning to end. The, the fact there's a red thread that says, "Is it weird to call my daughter, Mama?" Yes. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's yes. a little bit weird. The answer to the question is yes. And uh, I think you're starting to go down a, a weird rabbit hole there, Pork. I wouldn't go yeah, much further. Just Google search. Yeah. Some kind, of, kind of along the lines of, is it inappropriate to call my uh, to call my daughter little mama or something like that? <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm getting off that Google search. That's not right at all. I think I'm on a list now. Probably. Yeah. Probably. I can't wait to see what Facebook suggests to you now. Yeah, really. Oh, goodness. No more clown porn. Horn, horn if you're honky. Different. Uh, I've just jacked myself up laughing so hard. Um, I don't know. They're really... 
like the whole deflating part of that story was those I was with my mom when my car broke down. I just I went into like a pharmacy to get something for her and I came back out and my car was starting to red line on the temperature gauge. I was like, uh oh so I switched the car off and my mom was like, Yeah, it's probably still okay to drive and right when she said that smoke started coming out of the hood and it's like <laughs> You're listening to Hot Toddy on the Smoke It Hot Toddcast. So it falls to me. I, I am the final contributor in this uh, little soiree that we're doing a day in the life of a merry weirdo. Uh, why not do the host? Obviously, the, the star of the show, you have to get him. Uh, well, no, really, I, I normally, when we do things like this, you know, I, you tend to just focus on the Toddcast team. But really, one of the main reasons why I wanted to do this is because... I honestly didn't really know Miranda's day-to-day or DJ Pork's day-to-day, so I kind of wanted to hear exactly what they did. Uh, well, even Miss Pingrino's was was a little different. I, I you know I wasn't I knew a lot about it, but I didn't know everything. So it's interesting to hear these things, like what they do on a daily basis. But you know, I have had my ups and downs with uh, real jobs. Of course, again, you know, I, I've been prefacing throughout the show the Toddcast as well as Superfuzz Productions as a whole, and Smells Like '90s Rock. All of that stuff. None of that. None of these things make make us money. We don't make money from this. We do it just for fun. Uh, we'd like to make money from it, you know, even if it's just a little bit. But, I mean, it, it, just doing it brings me and, and the rest of the team uh, a lot of joy. So, you know, we just do it for the fun of it. So, you know... For me, I've had to look for real jobs, and I, I used to work in radio, and that's where my love for all this stuff came from. But once I was let go from that field, it's been difficult to find something to nail down as my, you know, go-to is the thing that I do on a daily basis. So, um, you know, it's, I, I worked in social media for a while, and when I did that, I literally just created social media and, and website posts for uh, for a health center that I worked for, uh, and then for. A very short time, I did customer service for the company that uh, Miranda works for, and uh, we talked a little about that. It was a very short amount of time, very short amount of time, because I ended up getting the job that I have now, and this was a job that I, it kind of just fell into my lap, but I'm so glad that it did, because I'm, I'm really enjoying it, and I'm learning a lot from it. Ironically... I worked at the same company that Miranda works for for a couple of weeks, only to take a job at the company that Miss Pingrino works for. So now me and Miss Pingrino are employed by the same company, but we do different things. She's a pharmacy tech, and I am what is called a customer care representative. I do customer care over the phone for our members who uh, are linked up to the company that Miss Pingrino and I work for, and I help them with the prescriptions uh, as well as pre-authorizations and things like that for their medications. Uh, really, just any questions, anything that they need, we're able to dig into the system and find what it is that they do. Now, um, as I'm recording this, I am in. I will be entering my fourth week of training. I spent the last three weeks. Uh, kind of doing book learning, if you will. And then this week, and, w- w- and with some minor production work, actually going in and taking a few calls while being monitored by uh, other professional uh, CCRs I- in our field. And so that's been really cool. But now, as I get into this, this week, uh, this fourth week, I will be doing it pretty much every day. I will be taking calls and helping people with their any prescription needs that they may have, any, any needs from our company uh, that we can help them with. Because, you know, this stuff can get... Get confusing insurance stuff can get super confusing uh, and I've learned that just in these uh, few weeks of, of you know learning how to operate and do these things so it's interesting to get in this and get your hands dirty and to really understand just how crazy it can be and just how 
you know, I don't want to get I don't want to get political here. I don't want to bring down the show, but it's it's just it's a testament to just how bad our healthcare system is in this country because so many people need certain drugs and and and, and certain medicines to help them just live a normal life to wake up, to be able to wake up every day and do the normal things that people do. And it costs them thousands of dollars to do so, if not covered by insurance. And then even sometimes when it's covered by insurance, it's still super, super expensive. And it's just sad. And so this has taught me a lot in in understanding just how bad things are. Uh, and and it's clear to me that anybody who says, yeah, well, if you don't like our healthcare system, you leave or whatever, blah, blah, blah. They've never actually worked in a situation like this, they've never worked in this capacity where they actually had to stop and listen and try to understand what's going on with people. And, uh, and, and maybe even their, well, their prescriptions may even be expensive, but maybe they can afford them, you know? So that's the thing. It, it's interesting to really try to help out people and, and understand what they're, what they're going through. And so it's, that's what makes this job very humbling. And it makes it very interesting is to learn everything that's going on uh, with our healthcare system and, and insurance as a whole. Um, so that's what I do uh, on a daily. Now, right now, my schedule is 8 to 4.30 where I am in training, like I said. And so what I'm doing is I'm doing calls and being monitored by other CCRs, customer care representatives, uh, who have been doing this for a while. And so if I get lost on anything, they can guide me through it. Uh, but I'm able to you know, talk to the customers and, you know, and, and do the thing. And uh, we'll be doing this for the next three weeks. And then after three weeks... I get turned loose on my own, and I'll be doing this uh, every Monday through Friday uh, from 12 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Now, that's a very weird schedule, uh, but it was the only schedule that was available for me in order to have weekends off, and that's very important to me, uh, to have weekends off. I'm sure it is to anybody, but, not, you know, just not just for family matters, but, you know, I also do a lot of work for this show on the weekends. I also do a lot of work for, you know, the Super Fuzz videos on the weekends, too, so it's good to have those off, and... and I'm sort of a night person anyway. I tend to do most of my work at night. It's just better. I, I enjoy that more. So I get off at 830. I can work on stuff, you know, from like nine o'clock till whenever because I don't have to be at work the next day until noon. So it really works out well. I, I really like it. I, you know, I lose some of my evening, like general evening, but it, it that doesn't really bother me too bad because like I said, I, I have everything that I need really to get me through the day. So I'm all right with that. So when I get turned loose in, in three weeks, I will be doing this for a Living. I will be doing this uh, every single day, uh, helping people with their uh, customer care needs for the company that Miss Pingrino and I work for. Uh, wh- you know, whether it be pre, like I said, pre-authorizations for prescriptions, or you know, trying to fill prescriptions, get get it, getting it auto-filled so that they can have it just on a continuous cycle, or you know, checking their formulary, which is what prescriptions they can actually have, what prescriptions they have, and what are the generic brands, just in ca- case that the branded one is too expensive. You know, you just you go down the list and you learn these things and then you just relay all that information back to the member uh, of this company so you know it's 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 really interesting it's really fun I, I have to admit it's really fun this is completely out of my wheelhouse you know I've been a broadcaster my whole life so it's it's weird to do it but you know what being a broadcaster really helps doing this job because I talk to a lot of people I know how to talk to people and I really and, and I you know even even if they're upset it's still enjoyable to talk to these people because you're helping them and it's it's a great feeling to help. You're kind of giving something back to the community. That's a customer care representatives don't get enough praise for what they do uh, because they're actually there to help and they get the job done. So, so yeah, that's, that's a, that's a day in the life of myself. I, I, well, I wake up in the morning, you know, I feeling like P Diddy, put my glasses, I'm out the door. I'm going to hit this city. Well, wait, I'm, I'm, I'm slipping into Kesha. Sorry. 
Now, I wake up early in the morning, I take a shower, and I work from home. That's another very, that's another wonderful thing about this whole experience is I get to work from home. I work from, if if you uh, if you watch Get Real on the Super Fuzz YouTube channel, I, I work in the media room. Uh, that's where, where, where we do that show. That That's the room I work in. I, I do all my calls and everything in here. So, when I say, and I say in here, because I'm recording in the media room right now. So, and then, yeah, I work in, in this room. I don't have to drive anywhere. I drove for the first like two and a half weeks uh, on site to where the head these this place is headquartered uh, but then they we they, they had planned on us to deploy home once our six weeks was up anyway because we were going to be at home CCRs um, but they needed us out a little early so they they sent us on home and then we just did every we've done the rest of this training virtually uh, so and then once the training is over I'll just keep on working here at home so we're going to home and, and from now for now until this three week period is up I work from 8 to 4 30 doing practice runs with call and then starting in three weeks, I work from 12 to 8.30 doing these calls uh, on a daily basis, Monday through Friday. And uh, and then I wrap things up. So, you know, it's, it's really interesting. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I'm enjoying the gig. And uh, I hope this uh, pans out to be something something really great. They pay very well. Pay very well, which works in the favor of anybody who's a fan of the Toddcast and or Superfuss Productions because I'm going to pump some money into our productions here. So uh, it's going to get even bigger, bigger and better. Bigly each as i like to say but yeah so there you have it that is a day in the life of myself and my band of merry weirdos hi there i'm joey diori and you're listening to hot toddy on the smoking hot podcast and there you have it a little peek into the daily lives of myself and my band of merry weirdos sad isn't it And with that in mind, that's going to do it for us this week. We'll be back in two weeks with another all-new episode of the Smokin' Hot Toddcast, so join us back here on September 28th. But before we go, let's check back in with the boys one last time before they're executed. Well, Hot Toddy, here I am. Chained to a wall with an exceptionally stupid deceased film director. Green penis. And a drunken, drooling nitwit. Actually, I've sobered up. Sorry, just a drooling nitwit. Thank you. Oliver P. Sullivan. Great life, Ollie. Good job. Way to go. Ah, you suck. Hello, Ollie. I thought I'd come down and remind you that you die at dawn tomorrow. You die at dawn tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah, well... I called Dracula and he's coming over tonight. Well then, let's shoot this fucker. What? What? Anyway, I just wanted to remind you of your impending doom. I'll be back later to remind you again. Bye-bye. Well, there it is, hot toddy. I see no way out. So we die at dawn tomorrow. Hmm? Oh, sorry about it. Well, thank you. Maybe it's for the best, you know? This gives me a chance to make my peace with God or the apocalypse, if he's still around. Is he still around? I don't know. Anyway, I guess this means that you may now destroy the time machine. It no longer serves any useful purpose, and so therefore it... Hello. Hey! It's that random guy that's always around. What are you doing here? I've come to free you. Thank God! Never mind, hot tatty! There you go, guys. Yeah, seriously, you saved our skins! Who the hell are you, anyway? Okay. He is so weird. Hashtag yuppers. 
Hey, now we need a distraction for when Flavio returns, so we can get out of here. Yeah, but what? We're down on you. Nah, a little too obvious, but you're thinking. I know, let's get Hot Toddy down here. Yes! Hot Toddy, hop in the time machine and help us out! Oh, alright, I'm coming. Alright, I'm here. What do you want? Hi, Hot Toddy! Listen, we need you to do like a, a fake seduction on Flavia. Oh, okay. Seducing a beautiful woman. Not my forte. Can maybe give you like a 15 to 20 second head start. That should be fine. Yeah, we won't need any more time than that, I don't think. Alright, Dan. Here she comes! Okay, okay, I'm on it. I'm on it. Don't worry. You! What are you doing here? Well, if it isn't Flavia's daughter. What does that even mean? Well, I... I guess it just means that... Eh? <laughs> That'll do, Hot Toddy. That'll do. Come on! What in the guards? Seize them! A rich, full-bodied wine, sensibly priced at a dollar a jug. Now, for a little magic, I will make this jug disappear. you guys learned a lesson from all this. Boy, I sure did. Don't go to ancient Rome. They were all so weird back then. No, no, that's not it at all. What I mean is... Hey, guys. Welcome back. Miss Pangrino! Hey! Oh, we've missed you! Hello. I'm Orson Welles. Hey, Miss Pangrino. Uh, what are you reading? Oh, just the history of Roman times. Did you know that ancient Rome was burned down by four dummies pretending to be gods? <laughs> Oh, I don't care anymore. We'll see you next time.